there. Welcome to another life-transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwit Achero. Well, today we want to look at something else, and this is faith to cast out devils. How many want to cast out devils? Michelle, you're saying I, I, I will believe in the supernatural. My body uh, feels light as well. How many here want to cast out devils? Um, amen. I, I want to cast out devils. I, I want to uh, destroy the works of evil spirits. So today we want to look at faith to cast out devils. Now the word devil um, in Greek simply means uh, diabolos. Actually the word devil from the Greek is the word diabolos which simply means the accuser or uh, a traitor, all right? It is an angelic entity. This is Satan, an angelic entity whose function is to test man's fidelity, you know, to God. Demons are workers of Satan. Demons are foot soldiers of Satan. Demons are the angels that fell down with uh, satan they work for satan they are very very busy it's like they are on his payroll they are moving about from one place to another uh you know to destroy lives and uh, you see the the devil is not omnipresent it's only god who is omnipresent the devil needs people the devil needs uh evil spirits who can move around to work for him And so demons are evil spirits who work for Satan to be able to fulfill his agenda. And what is Satan's ad agenda? Satan's ad agenda is to steal, it is to kill, and it is to destroy. So where you see demons, you see um, killings, you see stealings, and you, st you see destruction. So demons will always carry out what the devil, you know, wants to be fulfilled on the face of the earth. And uh, demons harass people. Demons harass people. I mean, when you look at some people, you can just see that demons have harassed them. I mean, they don't have joy. They don't have peace. They are not prospering. They are not doing well. They are sickly. They are weak. They are confused, they are mad, they have lost their minds. I mean, demons harass people, but also demons, you know, harass families. You can look at a family and, and you just see that this family has been afflicted with a particular thing. It can be poverty, it can be a disease, it can be drunkenness. It just can be something that is very bad, afflicting a family. So demons afflict not just people, but also afflict families. Demons can be in families for years. Demons can actually establish a stronghold in a family and be there for years and, and, and wreak havoc in those families. It is amazing um, how you can see a family afflicted by demonic power. But also demons harass places. There are places you go and you just see demonic activity is prevalent in that particular place. You can go to a place and it is ruled, you know, with crime. You can go to a place and it is ruled with poverty. 
you can go to a place and it is ruled with suicide one time i was watching a documentary of a place in this country that people were just men were killing themselves senselessly committing suicide you wake up in the morning you know and you find you know somebody has hanged himself in the living room so demons can harass people demons can harass our families but also demons can actually harass a geographical location can go to a country and is under the firm grip of demonic power like haiti is known for voodoo a lot of witchcraft demons actually have taken hold of that nation and because of that um, firm grip of demonic oppression and affliction over that country the country is poor very very poor so demons are at work and they are fulfilling the agenda of satan and that is to steal to kill and even to destroy and you as a believer you must have faith to be able to conquer demons because demons are real and demons are destroying people's lives now i want us to go to the book of matthew and read a story here that is very interesting matthew chapter 17 verse 14 to 21 matthew chapter 17 verse 14 to 21 please grab your bible let's read this verse real quick matthew chapter 17 uh, from verse 14 to 21 this is what the bible says i hope you're there because i want us to read together are you there all right let's read and when they had come to the multitude a man came to him kneeling down to him saying lord have mercy on my son for he is an epileptic and suffers severely for he often falls into the fire and often into the water so i brought him to your disciples but they could not cure him the man came for help to the disciples of jesus but he left disappointed because they could not deal with the situation his boy was epileptic and he suffered severe can you imagine the torment the turmoil the anguish that this father went through because the boy could fall into fire and sometimes into water you can see that there was an invisible force that wanted to kill this boy sees the fire he falls into it sees the water he falls into it i mean there was something behind the epilepsy it's like the epilepsy was a camouflage of an invisible force that wanted to actually kill this young boy then verse 17 then jesus answered and said oh faithless look at that he brings in faith as the cause of the disciples inability to be able to deal with that situation he says oh faithless and perverse generation how long shall i be with you how long shall i bear with you bring him here to me in other words jesus was telling the disciples the reason why you are not able to deal with this situation is because you didn't have faith maybe when they looked at this boy and they saw how the boy was i mean instead of faith rising within them fear you know and doubt rose in their hearts because this was a serious situation and you can see that the father was desperate i can imagine how the boy looked like because if you fall into the fire you'll be burnt you know so he had a lot of marks on his body you know burnt marks on his body 
you know, there was this colorization uh, on the body of this boy, on the skin of this boy. You, you've seen people who have been burnt before and they have recovered from the burns. I mean, the skin does not remain the same. So you can imagine how this boy was looking like. He had all these marks of falling into the fire, all these marks, you know, of being burnt by fire, you know. And, and, and I'm sure maybe when the disciples looked at the boy, they saw a hopeless situation. They saw like this one cannot be turned around. And so they could not be able to heal this, um, this, 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 this boy. And Jesus attributes their failure to faithlessness. He says, oh, you faithless and perverse generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring here, bring him here to me. And then verse 18, you know, we thought it was epilepsy, but there was something behind it. And Jesus rebuked the demon. Look at that. And Jesus rebuked the demon. You know, I thought he would call the boy, lay his hands on the boy, and just pray for the boy and say, I command healing upon your life right now. I cast out, I cast out the disease. I, I, I speak healing concerning your body right now, in your nervous system, in your mind right now, in the name of Jesus. You see, epilepsy attacks the mind. Epilepsy, epilepsy attacks the mind. Epilepsy attacks the, the nervous system, the, the normal functionings of the body, you know. Um, and so I thought Jesus would just say, uh, I speak healing, epilepsy, leave right now in the name of Jesus. But he didn't do that. Jesus rebuked the demon. You see, faith granted Jesus spiritual eyesight to see the root cause of the problem. Faith gives you spiritual spectacles to be able to see the root cause of many problems because epilepsy was a camouflage of a demon that was in this boy. And the Bible says, after Jesus rebuked the demon, it came out of him and the child was cured from that very hour. So there was a demon in this boy's life. And that demon is what contributed to his situation. I pray today that may your faith become stronger, that you may be able to see the root causes of problems and you may be able to deal with them effectively and decisively in the name of Jesus, that you will not be blind. May your eyes be open. May your eyes see uh, the real problem around people's lives in the name of Jesus. Now, after Jesus cured, how did Jesus cure this boy? Is by rebuking the devil. Is by dealing with the demon that was behind this situation. This is amazing. And then, verse 20, so Jesus, now verse 19, then the disciples came to Jesus privately because this shook them. This surprised them. I mean, they couldn't believe it because they just thought this was an, a disease that had just attacked this boy. And you know, many times we look at things from the first value and we think, you know, this is just uh, a disease. This is just normal sickness. This is just normal ailment that is plaguing this person. But faith opens your eyes to see deeper than, you know, the physical. Faith gives you spiritual insight. Faith gives you a different set of eyes. You're able to see beyond the physical. You're able to see the root cause of problems in people's lives.
So the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? How comes we could not deal with this situation? Yet Jesus had already told them what their problem is. You see, Jesus had said, Oh, faithless and perverse generation. So Jesus had already answered them even before they asked the question. He had told them that you have no faith. I pray for you today that you will have faith. I pray for you today that you will have very strong faith. I pray to, for you today that you will not be like the disciples of Jesus. You will not be faithless. You will be faithful. You will have such a strong faith to be able to deal with demonic power. So Jesus had already answered them. He had told them, look, you are faithless. You don't have faith. And yet they're asking him a question again privately. You know, Jesus behaves like these people who come to the pastor privately and ask for special prayers. They say, Pastor, I would like to see you so that you can pray for me special prayers. Pastor, I would like to see you so that you can pray for me, you know, powerful private prayers. You know, they came to him privately, yet he had answered them publicly. People come to the pastor privately for answers that he offered private, uh, publicly when he was preaching. Let me say that again. People come to the pastor privately to give them answers which he offered pub publicly when he was preaching. This is how the disciples behaved. They came to Jesus privately to ask him a question that he had already answered publicly. He said, you are faithless. The reason why you're not able to cast this devil is because you are faithless. The reason why you're not able to deal with this situation is because you are faithless. The reason why you could, be, you could not be able to see the root cause of this problem is because you are faithless. And then Jesus answered them again. He repeated what he said. Jesus said to them, because of, look at verse 20, because of, of your unbelief it is because you didn't have faith it is because you didn't believe that god can do it. it is because you didn't believe that this situation can actually turn around it is because you looked at the situation and it dwarfed your faith he said because of your unbelief for assuredly i say to you if you have faith may you have faith this morning May you have faith to rebuke devils this morning. May you have faith to run devils out of your house and out of people's lives in the name of Jesus. I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, a mustard seed was the smallest of seeds, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. You will say to this mountain, move when you have faith as small as a mustard seed. So that means there was no trace of faith in the lives of the disciples. I want to ask you a question this morning. Is there a trace of faith in your life today? Is there a trace of faith in your heart today? Jesus said, man, you guys didn't have faith. You are faithless. You are full of unbelief. And he said, all you need is a trace of faith inside of you. Even faith that is as small as a mustard seed. 
If you use that faith and speak to the mountain and speak to demons and speak to evil spirits and speak to devils and command them to move, they will move in the name of Jesus. This morning I pray for you that you will have faith to move mountains in the name of Jesus. I prophesy over you that when you open your mouth to pray that every demon, every demonic power in your life, in your family, in your house will have to bow and move in the name of Jesus. I decree that as you open your mouth that your words will be full of power to be able to move any demonic activity out of your house, out of a geographical location out of people's lives in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He said to them, if you have faith as a mustard seed, if you have faith as a mustard seed, and you say to this mountain, move, then the mountain will move. Then he said, and nothing will be impossible for you. Look at how powerful faith is. Nothing will be impossible for you. When you engage faith, nothing will be impossible for you. Then he says down there, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Look, we are praying and we are fasting. Very important. But Jesus diagonized the problem of the disciples. It was the lack of faith. You see, prayer and fasting strengthens your faith. Prayer and fasting makes your faith explode. Prayer and fasting gives wings to your faith. But the disciples didn't have it. They didn't have faith. So even if you fast and you don't have faith, it's still futile. You must have faith. You must believe that whatever you say will come to pass in the name of Jesus. And this morning, we are going to move mountains. This morning, we are going to chase devils. This morning, we are going to rebuke evil spirits in the name of Jesus. I hope you're ready to pray this morning. Hallelujah. Several things that we're going to pray for as it relates to demons. Number one, we're going to pray that we may have faith to defeat demons of witchcraft. Ladies and gentlemen, witchcraft is prevalent in our society today. We have a lot of witchcraft going on in our society. We're going to pray being filled with faith that every form of witchcraft will be broken in the name of Jesus. Now, Deuteronomy chapter 18 verse 9 uh, to 12. This is what the Bible says. Now, when you're, you've come into the land which the Lord your God gives unto you, you shall not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone that makes his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that uses divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, look at that, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirit, or a wizard, or a necromancer, for all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God does drive them out before you. So there is a lot of witchcraft, charmers, enchanters, witches, 
you know, diviners, observers of times, consulters with familiar spirits, wizards, all this is all around us. May your faith become stronger today to be able to break their power in the name of Jesus. Some of you can see witchcraft in your family. You can see witchcraft around you. I want you to have faith to break the tentacles of witchcraft in the name of Jesus. You see, the power behind witchcraft are demons, evil spirits. It's Satan who is behind all this to be able to, you know, de uh, delude people, destroy people. And so we have to break the evil spirits and demons that are behind witchcraft, demons that are fueling witchcraft, demons that are, that are perpetuating witchcraft in families, you know, in geographical locations, in places. We have to break that power this morning in the name of Jesus. Secondly, we're going to pray for faith to defeat demons of deception. Faith to defeat demons of deception. Look, there's a lot of deception today in the world. People are deceived. And not just people, even Christians are, de are deceived. A lot of Christians, when you see how they change, how they turn around, how they rubbish the teachings they have been given over the years, you just see demons. You just see demons. I mean, somebody can sit in church and receive teachings about loyalty. And they say, man, when you're preaching, and they say, I will be loyal. The word of God has touched me. I will be loyal. And then the guy turns around and becomes disloyal, become like, becomes like Absalom. I mean, he becomes like Satan himself. Because rebellion is the is, 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 is is habit of Satan. He rebelled in heaven. And you just see somebody turn. All you see is demons. 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 Or somebody has been sitting in church receiving teachings on you know, loving your wife, being submissive to your husband, living in harmony. And that person wakes up one day and goes against the teachings he has received. How do you explain that? Demons. I'm telling you, you can't tell me that it is preference. It's not preference, it's demons. These are demons of deception that have infiltrated the world today, deceiving people and destroying their lives. I am telling you, you have to be aware of demons of deception. You teach people on the importance of the church, to love church, to flow with the church, to serve. They wake up one day and they are the ones who are now fighting the church. What is that? Those are demons. Demons have entered those people and they have turned against the church which Jesus died for. I'm telling you, we have a lot of demons of deception running up and down. They are looking to destroy you. You have to have faith that is very strong to resist every demonic infiltration over your life. The demons of deception will not enter you in the name of Jesus. The demons of deception will not enter your husband in the name of Jesus. The demons of deception will not enter your wife in the name of Jesus. The demons of deception will not enter the leaders in your church in the name of Jesus. The demons of deception will not enter, you know, the workers in your church in the name of Jesus. I am
telling you, I have seen demons life. I have seen demons in people's lives. People who used to bow to the pastor. People who used to respect the pastor. People who used to honor the pastor. All of a sudden, they can't even pick his cause. They even lie to the pastor. They tell the pastor I'm around, but they left the church long time ago. You know, and they're not even afraid to lie. These are demons that have entered people. And we have many Christians who have demons of deception, lying, and they don't feel a tinge of remorse. My goodness, may God help you that you may not become a victim of the demons of deception because they are all around us. Terrible demons destroying churches. Terrible demons destroying families. Terrible demons wrecking havoc in people's lives. We must pray against the demons of deception in the name of Jesus. And you have to pray for yourself as well. Because the demons of deception can also enter you. And they can wreak havoc in your life. Me, I've even seen people who tell me, Oh, pastor, you're my father. You're my mentor. Mentor me. Help me. Strengthen me. And then the next thing you hear, the person disappeared. And he's saying nasty things about you. Without caring. Without, he's not even afraid. She's not even afraid of the consequences. It's because they are under the deception of demons. They're under the spell of the demons of deception. You know, people can rise up and abuse their parents, abuse their parents, even biological parents. They're not afraid. They're not afraid at all. It's because they're under the affliction of demons of deception. My God, I pray for you today. You will never and you will not be a victim of the demons of deception in the name of Jesus. You will not be a victim of the demons of deception. May your faith become stronger to be able to overcome these demons in Jesus' name. They will not give you funny ideas in your head. They will not corrupt your heart. They will not poison your soul and your spirit in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Look, you see a Christian who decides, I'm not going to church. And he's a Christian. And you meet him and ask him, where have you been? Say, I've just decided to stay in the house. Then you say, are you born again? Say, yes, I'm still born again. I pray to my God. I read the Bible. You wonder which Bible are they reading if they can't come to church. Mercy. I don't understand. But let me tell you, it is deception. It's the demons of deception which, which have entered them. And they are thinking that they are very, very spiritual. But actually they are lost. And they are being destroyed because of deception. How can you be a Christian who says, I'll read the Bible every day and you have refused to go to church? I mean, what kind of Bible are you reading? Because the Bible says we should not forsake. We should not forsake assembling together as believers. So I don't know which part you're reading, you know, in the Bible that tells you to stay at home. It is deception. It is deception. I wish you were here. I could have told you, turn to your neighbor and tell them, it is deception. It is deception. Touch your neighbor and tell them, it is deception. I'm telling you. And we should fight demons of deception before they destroy us. What? A man wakes up and leaves his family. He leaves his family. He leaves his wife. He goes and he moves out and he goes and lives with a funny girl somewhere. Leaves his family, leaves his wife, leaves his children. And when you ask him, he tells you that now I'm happy. Happy. 
leaving your family, you say you're happy. Leaving your children, you say you're happy. Your children are crying. Don't have food. You say you're happy. You will never be happy. You are in deception. And you're going to be destroyed. I'm telling you, you're going to be destroyed. And so we have to pray that these demons of deception will not destroy our lives. Before they destroy our lives, we should destroy them in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to read for you a scripture here. Oh, I'm already preaching. We should be praying. My God. Uh, my goodness. My goodness. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 14. The Bible says, And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. So he will come as an angel of light because he wants to deceive you, but he's still Satan. He has camouflaged himself. The way we saw this demon camouflaging itself in epilepsy. epilepsy. Revelation chapter 16 and verse 14. The Bible says, For they are spirits of devils working miracles look at that which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world so demons have been released demons of deception eh? which come to you like the angel of light that's why people come with very funny revelations you listen to somebody giving a revelation you're like hey this is not god this guy is lost this guy is deluded is the demons of deceptions that have been sent all over the world to deceive people and even to deceive the elect. That's what the Bible says. I pray for you. You will not be a victim of the demons of deception in the name of Jesus. You will not become a prey to the demons of deception in Jesus' name. Lastly, we're going to pray for faith to defeat demons that walk in packs to torment people. You see, demons sometimes operate one by one, but sometimes they operate as a group. They invade your life as a group. They come against you as a group, as a pack. My goodness, can you imagine like a thousand demons coming against you? Five thousand demons coming against you, fighting your family, fighting your destiny. We are going to pray for faith to defeat demons which operate in a pack. You see, the man at the tomb who lived in the tomb, this man had a legion. Can you imagine? A legion of them. Those were many, like a million or so demons in him. And look at what they made him do. He was cutting himself. He was walking naked. He was living in the tombs all by himself. Hey! I mean, the life of this guy was miserable. Imagine living in your beautiful house, living in your beautiful bed, living in your beautiful wife or husband and you go and live in a cemetery in Nairobi here we have a cemetery in Langata imagine going to live in Langata without clothes and every day you're cutting yourself you're bleeding I mean these demons wanted to finish him and there were so many so you need also to pray for faith to defeat a pack of demons because sometimes demons walk together and they can attack you as a huge group they can attack your family as a huge group and you must have faith to be able to fight against demons that walk in packs. Matthew chapter 12, you know, from verse 43 to 45. The Bible says, when an unclean spirit leaves or is gone out of a man, he walketh or he walks through dry places seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, I will return into my house from whence I came. And when he is come, he finds it empty, swept and garnished. He doesn't enter. Look at what he does, verse 45. He goes 
and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked. Mercy Lord. And they enter in and dwell there. And then the Bible says, the last state, that's what the demons want to do. The last state of that man is worse than the first. The last state, that's what these demons want to do. They want to make your life miserable. It's like they are saying you haven't seen nothing yet. They want to destroy your life completely. That's why they come as an army. They come as a group. And I pray that you'll have such a strong faith that even when demons come as a group, you'll be able to defeat them in the name of Jesus. Any demon that will come with its relatives against your life, I pray over you that you'll be able to defeat it in the name of Jesus. Every demon that comes against you in a group, a legion of doom, a legion of demons rather, coming against your life, it will not succeed. You will break, you will destroy, you will obliterate this group of demons in the name of Jesus Christ. No matter which fashion Satan wants to use to destroy your life, your faith will be stronger to be able to scatter these demons, to be able to destroy these demons so that they don't infiltrate your life and your family in the name of Jesus. It can be demons of immorality, demons of lies, demons behind witchcraft, demons behind curses, demons of poverty, demons of sicknesses and disease, all of them put together. Can you imagine the wickedness? Can you imagine the, um, the destruction of demons? All of them, you know, put together, they come against you. I pray that your faith will be stronger to be able to overcome these demons in the name of Jesus. You will rise in the spirit. You'll be a strong lady. You'll be a strong man in the spirit. And you'll be able to conquer all these demons against your life in the name of Jesus. No power of the enemy will overwhelm you. No demonic power will overwhelm me. No, no demons which walk in packs will be able to overwhelm you in any way. In the name of Jesus Christ. No demon that is walking, that, that, no demons that are walking in a group will be able to destroy your destiny in the name of Jesus. I lift you up today in the mighty name of Jesus. I, I speak for a strengthened faith inside of you in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak strong faith inside of you in the name of Jesus to defeat demons that walk and operate in packs in Jesus' name that they will not overwhelm you they will not defeat you. They will not destroy you. They will not bring you down. They will not destroy your home. They will not destroy your family. They will not destroy your children. In the name of Jesus Christ, they will not destroy your marriage. They will not destroy your business. They will not take away your peace and your joy. They will not afflict you with disease and sicknesses. They will not afflict you with epilepsy. They will not afflict you with cancer. They will not afflict you with diabetes. They will not afflict you with leukemia. They will not afflict you with ailments that are incurable in the name of Jesus. May your faith become stronger every day. May your faith be strong against demons that work and operate in groups. In the name of Jesus, they will not send you to the cemetery to live there. They will not make you destroy your body. They will not make you cut yourself. They will not make you
make you, you know, remove your clothes and lose your mind. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you today that may your faith be stronger to overcome these demons in the name of Jesus. May you be victorious this morning. May you be victorious this day. May you conquer these demons this day. May you overcome these demons this week. May you overcome these demons when they come your way next month. May you overcome these demons when they come to you next year. In the name of Jesus, regardless of the timeline when they try to affect and influence and destroy your life, may you overcome them in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I hope you're saying amen to this prayer in the name of Jesus. I pray for you. I pray for you today. Jesus told Peter, Satan has desired to have you and to sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you. Some of you here, Satan has desired to have you. He has desired to have your family. He has desired to destroy you. He has desired to sift you like wheat, but I stand as a prophet over your life and I pray that you are covered in the name of Jesus. I pray for you today. I intercede for you today. The demons of deception will not take you out. I intercede for you today. The demons of destruction will not take you out. I intercede for you today. The demons will not obliterate your marriage. In the name of Jesus, I stand in the gap for you. And I pray that demons will not afflict you with epilepsy, with diseases, with sicknesses. In the name of Jesus, I stand as a man of God. Yes, in this place right now, and I decree that demons will not have your joy will not have your peace, will not have your husband, will not have your children, will not have your wife in the name of Jesus. Demons will not destroy your finances. Demons will not show, uh, 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 short circuit your destiny in any way. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you today as Jesus prayed for Peter when Satan wanted to destabilize him and to destroy him. I pray for you today that you will be strong. I pray for you today that you will be anointed. I pray for you today that you will be blessed regardless of demonic activity in the world you will rise you will do well your family will do well your children will do well you will progress forward you will succeed in all your endeavors in the name of jesus i decree no weapon formed against you will be able to prosper you are more than a conqueror in jesus name you are going to overcome you are going to rise above every demonic power above of every demonic activity in your life in the name of Jesus. May you experience victory upon victory. May you experience joy upon joy. May you experience peace upon peace. May you experience progress upon progress in the name of Jesus. I decree it over your life today. In Jesus name we pray. We all shout a big amen. Amen. It is done. In the name of Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazutechero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.